He defleshed him, acidified the flesh, and skull, and kept the skull. He had killed more than a dozen people and eaten some of them. It was Milwaukee apartment that was literally a house of horror. I deserve certainly the most extreme punishment society has, and I deserve, I think society deserves to be protected from me and from others like me. Good evening. Bunny. I am a bunny. A bunny. I am the bunny. Doing Did you the bunny really, dip. I, I don't really think she had to like claim that she was a bunny. Like it's like a pumpkin walking on screen being like, I'm not a taper. I'm a pumpkin. Like welcome everybody. We are happy to be back, chilling and killing. There are all of us tonight. So that is super exciting. I, I'm happy to be back. I know you guys are. So happy to have me back. <laughs> so we are so are. happy. <laughs> I'm you. super thrilled. I miss this so much. And I know I'm wearing my, well, maybe I shouldn't say Hugh Hefner because maybe it's obvious. My velvet robe. Ooh, where's your glass? <laughs> right here. <laughs> and Sarah is wearing Sarah. <laughs> I am. We're going to get am. her on board, everybody. She'll be she'll be themed in. <laughs> Everything is just a hot mess. So, so I'm not even in my correct area. I'm not in my office. I'm sitting on a couch on two fluffy pillows to make myself taller. Like, that's what's happening right now. That's why it no, works. What, that's why we work you, well. <laughs> no, what you don't know is Gigi is modeling the outfit of the 24th playmate that showed up at these golden gates and walked inside just as a normal girl off the there street. And Hugh Hefner said, come into it's, my. It's like the steps. Thing. There you go. Yeah. And do the bunny dip. I'm gonna... Bunny dip. Oh, my God. Tonight we are What's drinking. Happening? I am not mixing drinks tonight, everybody. Let me pull up the comments, everybody. And make sure we got that going. Let's see. And everybody, make sure you, uh, you know, accept StreamYard into your life. So we can you know. see the comments. You know what I mean? So let me fix all that. Yay. All right. So, yeah, I'm excited to be back. I'm not mixing a drink tonight because I'm just not, guys. I ended up just getting wine. So no watching my mixed skills tonight. But the wine I have is a very expensive $10.99. <laughs> I know, right? I always That's get good girl. wines at cheap. It is Envy. So this wine, because of good the wine. night that we're having, I bet a lot of people are very Envy of a lot of people. So that's my drink of choice for the night. How about you, ladies? Didn't you mean that the theme of tonight is cheap? Get it? Oh, okay. Ooh, see what you did I there. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. We're just all drinking. Mm. Why don't we just, um, everybody grab oh, your drinks. Okay, so I am having Jack and Coke because I researched that that was Mr. Hugh Hefner's favorite drink. So that is what I am enjoying tonight. <laughs> nice. Go ahead. I am having the Gigi. It is Hawaiian Punch and Vodka. 
because I did not stop to get wine. <laughs> I love it. It's the Gigi. I like it. Yeah, I like Gigi. it. It's, it's good. Yeah. I mean, we put so much into the outfits. <laughs> I, I couldn't even do it. I thing. know, right? Yeah, sorry, not. guys. We put so much effort into the outfits. We just have to drink, uh, you know, a punch. <laughs> It's delicious and it's affordable. So I like affordable drinks. Like I'm, I'm all about it. Oh, me too. Let me. Uh oh. What am I doing? I'm like moving all around this thing. Like, sorry, everybody. Let's give me a second. Okay. It's okay. Listen, we've had a couple months off. It's been, you know, we gotta I got to get used to everything yeah. again. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm running the studio here, everybody. So yes. I'm trying to. I'm trying it to. Feels not, good. Yeah, I'm trying not to have like me. a wardrobe malfunction. Why well, I'm running the studio? So Andrew, way to get views. So right? in other words, she's dressed as a bunny and she's using her hands to operate. You know, <laughs> so. I do the bunny dip on every picture I gotta put up. Yeah. Bloop. <laughs> this person. Yeah. All right, everybody. So we'll dive into it. You know, there's a lot of stuff that surrounds this whole topic. So yeah, we have a lot, a lot of stories. We might not get through them all, but we're going to do the best we can. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to start with our first one and it is uh, Christina Kraft. So we're going to head this over to Gigi, let her finish up her, her fruit punch <laughs> and we'll get mm, moving. Delicious. All right. Do we have a picture? Yeah, we can start. Oh. Give me just oh, a second. I, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> Let's see. Well, we'll start with that. There we go. That's First Christina. of all, isn't she beautiful? I think yeah. she's absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Very beautiful. All the pictures that I've seen doing the research or whatever. So Christina Carlin Kraft, she was born November 11th in 83. So young. I was going to say young because I was born in 82. She was just a baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now she was 36 when she was murdered. Um, She was, <laughs> this is funny. Not funny. Nothing about this is funny. I, don't no, know. I, know. I always put, I always put that out there. It's like, we, we, we don't, the jokes we make and everything, nobody take this. This is just, we have a weird sense of humor. We're not ever making fun of the victims. No. We will make fun of the, the criminals a lot, but just, I'm going to give yeah. that disclaimer. Same. There we go. Rock and roll. I didn't do my disclaimer tonight. So. I, I had to throw but it in. I got can it. You just call out Gigi. The fact that she's like, she was murdered when she was 20. Okay. This is so funny. I'm like, <laughs> like bridge that gap. Like it's amazing. Like, I was like right away. Like shit, forgot the disclaimer. <laughs> well, because, okay. So doing it, I put this together because I have cheesy jokes too. So she was a small town girl. And then of course, Living in a lonely world. Yes. Born in South Detroit, but she was actually from Jersey. So not okay. nearly as cool as like Detroit. Right. Right. Okay. Just I saying. mean, I, I scream it in the song. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> she wanted to be a model like pretty much her whole life. So, of course, she worked super hard. So she appeared in Vanity, Maxim, Victoria's Secret, and of course, Playboy. Um, now... This is, once I got into it, like, I literally have 10 pages of notes. Mm. Um, my Good. first page is, like, the bullet points or what have you. Uh, just because, like, she was so, like, she was known as just being very kind, loved animals, family. Like, that was her. So, like, but the guy that murdered her... Uh, Jonathan Wesley Harris, he was 31. He was like, yeah, I 
didn't mean to kill her. I was high and I strangled her because we were fighting because she wasn't going to pay me for these drugs that she'd taken. Well, even in the autopsy, I just jumped totally way far. Sorry. But even in the, <laughs> in the autopsy, like she, she had alcohol in her system, but no drugs. And her long time, like forever fiance was like, she doesn't do drugs. But that was his defense was she wasn't going to pay me for the drugs. And we got in this violent debacle and, and I killed her. I didn't mean to. And then the defense attorney's all like, he was high out of his mind. Like, but you got to have some kind her. of defense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are you going to go with? How can you be a lawyer for somebody like that? And like, that's your defense. Like, cause you got nothing else. You're like, Hmm, roll the dice. He has dice that says like possession. Hi, my mother made me do it. Like what, what are we going to get? The voice is in my head. <laughs> He's high. <laughs> it, it's, um, that's what got me. What was the whole, uh, the hearing with it. Uh, because in Montgomery County, Harris allegedly told authorities um, he and Christina broke out at a brutal fight, like I just said. His attorneys in his defense said he was high out of his mind on ketamine, um, but only when he strangled her. Like, I don't, I know I have this going all over the freaking place. Uh, <laughs> I'm like all of a sudden nervous. It's, I, but I Girl, couldn't Do you out. see why I'm dressed as a bunny? What is it to be nervous? This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so Apparently you haven't ever seen one of Heather's stories, which goes, so, yo, she was murdered. And okay, there was a car. Back up. She dated this guy. And then all my sound effects that go into it. So you were. I love that. You're fine. Were they <laughs> were perfect? Okay. It's all starting to come back to me now. I I just needed more Hawaiian punch. So, <laughs> so I'm trying not to like just read it off and be like da 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 because that's just silly. I do have a, a clip. So he so he ends up strangling her in her what where did he strangle in an her? apartment? So what see what had happened was her longtime fiance was like Oh, I haven't heard from her, blah, blah, blah. So then he gets a hold of the police and then it's all like, I need you to do a, a welfare check, blah, blah. And then they found her under a blanket, strangled, brutally beaten, everything else. Like, just, how like world shattering for him? Well, and well, everybody, I mean, it's, but it comes into that thing, like, I don't know, just the tragedy with every so many bunny cases it's like just i think mm -hmm. people get so obsessed with them that it just becomes this obsession that yes how do you end an obsession a lot of people i guess murder like yeah. murder murder <laughs> and here's why we're here i love murder <laughs> not happening to me like <laughs> my I dad just talk about it i don't want to live through it. i don't i know i'd be that. like oh my god you're murdering me Man, I hope someone covers this in a podcast. I was just gonna say funny. That. You guys will probably eventually end up like covering my case on a on a podcast if my work keeps going the way that it is. Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, but this was one of the reasons that we love this topic so much because we were thinking about it where some people call, you know, these Playboy bunnies models. Some people call them celebrities. But we kind of thought, are they, for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent, being viewed as objects where someone just oh, thinks yeah. they can just, they're not even really looked at as people sometimes. 
um, just objects. So is that one of the reasons there are so many, you know, murders and crimes and everything? Because people are almost looking at them like an item that, mm-hmm. well, I oh, don't absolutely. want it anymore. Or it doesn't work anymore. So I'm just going to throw it out. Right. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch that documentary that they just had, that that Secrets of Play, have you guys watched that yet? Oh, man, that you if you haven't anybody out there, very interesting, very yeah. like... I tried. Didn't I contact one of you guys? Probably. I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I, it, it's on like Peacock, I think, or something like that. But it's yeah, like really interesting. And that. the stories in there are just, it's so tragic. And just, I mean, you know, stuff, grimy stuff took place there. You know what I mean? But just the intent where they're like, well, you know, we want women to own their sexuality. We want women to feel comfortable with that. And that was kind of their premise of what they were doing over there. And it was almost like the opposite where, yeah, we're going to feed you this pipe dream, but then we're going to, you know, you're going to be what we want you to be where you're, we'll use you as your, yeah, yeah. Our toy or, you know what I mean? And that's where it ends up actually being instead of this empowerment, you know what I mean? Yeah. Only for the cameras is it empowerment, but there's always the behind the scenes stuff. Right. Um, I'm going to say, so, when the, jumping back, so the authorities, yeah. when they found her in the apartment on the floor, her nose was broken, her eyes were <clears throat> black, where, where she was brutally beaten and punched, and autopsy revealed, revealed that she had died from strangulation. I just felt the need to put that out there. Lovely. <laughs> it was, there's so much in this, and like I said, I don't... So what did he get for time for this? Uh, it was very recent too. Um, I'm trying not to go backwards in my nose, that's where I get. So I had that written. And sometimes that's the hard thing when you do like these shows on like multiple people or multiple topics. Yes. Because this start- always happened to Heather and I. I would send her like 30 pages, and she'd be like, "Are you joking? You rewrote the book, or you know?" Or she would do the same thing, and I'm like, "We have to pick like." The high points and yes, just, well, yeah. that's the thing with the true crime because it's not like we're making this up or our opinion because that, it's just facts. So yeah, there's facts. It's factual make... out there. It's out there 286 times already. Exactly. And what happens, Heather? You go down a rabbit hole. Take a drink to that. I'm, so, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't. So his case is still pending or no 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 he i'm trying to i have you got to finish pouring my wine (laughs) okay so this guy was in their life for a while he actually tried to slander slander her and said that during their 14-year relationship that she had never used drugs but this guy i'm gonna say the couple knew him um okay oh wow okay so he wasn't like romantically romantically involved with No. Her. It came okay. down like he was a drug dealer. But she he tried to say that she was too. However, she didn't have any drugs in her system. Well, mate, well, you know what? People are going to say what they're going to say. I won't make no allegations yeah. of that. You know but, what right. I mean? But, but it's he, like he easily could have broken there and wanted money. Yeah. Or And you see that a lot. You know yes. what I mean? So the judge added an additional 22 and a half to 45 years consecutive time for other charges, including kidnapping and strangulation. So we're just going to say he's never getting out. Good. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Good. 
Well, you oh. know, that's a sad case. She's a beautiful girl. Let's take another picture. Yes, Very sad. Just... Another tragedy of the Playboy whole persona. Yeah. So we will jump ahead and move on. And because I got to keep the show going because just here. If you watch the research more on this case, please do because there is so much more to the viewers, listeners, what have you. There is so much more to this case that like goes down in the rabbit hole. Goes right. down in the rabbit hole. Next, we are going to switch gears over to Kirsten, and she is going to talk about this beautiful woman. Go ahead. Jasmine. You know, I, think, I think I need to look at her for like another minute. I, mean, I know. She's beautiful. <laughs> Seriously. Beautiful. Um, now, she worked for Playboy, right? She wasn't actually in Playboy, Jasmine. She was not a Playboy bunny, right? So she okay. worked for Playboy for about a year, but um, never actually became a playmate. Um, she just did events, you know, entertainment, stuff like that. Um, and like I said, just really for about a year. Or so, so I'll skip ahead sort of to the end first. Okay. So it's in August, 2009. Her name was Jasmine Fiore. She was found in luggage. That's how I'm going to just start this story. Um, she was found beaten. Yeah. So this is a really tough picture to see, but inside the glass window, that is luggage that's open. You can kind of see the flaps and that is a rough silhouette of her inside the luggage. Um, she was found beaten, strangled, mutilated, and stuffed inside a suitcase. And the theory is that her murderer uh, mutilated her to try to prevent them from identifying her. So the luggage was completely blood soaked when she was found. So it was pretty obvious actually, and dumped in a trash bin in a California alleyway. Um, so aside from the mutilation, her fingers were all removed. Her teeth were removed. Again, this was all, you know, in hopes that they would not be able to identify her. Um, but she actually was ID'd from the serial numbers on her breast implants. So that's how they found out who she was. Um, so she was married at the time of her murder and the person that killed her was her husband, Ryan Jenkins. Thank you. Um, so he was charged with murder and they put a warrant out for his arrest, but he fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, killed himself. So so he killed himself in a Canadian uh, motel room, uh, left a suicide note, hung himself at 32. So I had to actually look into this because I wasn't very familiar with this, but I think you I, guys were. I was because I actually was watching. I loved this girl, Megan, right here in the purple, she was on Rock of Love, and then she got her own show, Megan Marries a Millionaire. Okay. So I was watching the show, and that's how I, you know, and they only made like three episodes, and this all started breaking, and they had to cancel her the yeah. show. Yeah. So that's so, how I watched the whole show, and I was like, what the hell? So, Ryan, they, so like she said, so Ryan Jenkins was best known for the VH1 reality show, so uh, he was actually on I Love Money and Megan Wants a Millionaire, so that's that, okay. that show. Um, this one. And the producers of these shows, I mean, in hindsight, but did come forward after uh, Jasmine's murder and say that 
He was extremely jealous. You know, whenever he was on the phone with her, it was all rage and jealousy. He would get jealous over every single thing. And they also said that they never got really a great feeling from him. And obviously you're not going to be able to identify that as, oh, I think in a couple of months, this guy's going to kill somebody. But they said he was extremely charming, you know, very easy to talk with, you know, just basically. Those are the ones you have to watch out for. Narcissists. Honest girls. Like, you, and I think people yeah. are a lot better at identifying these people than they give themselves credit for. We all are. We yes. all know because we're just called dramatic or where you can stand in a conversation with someone. And I've walked away before after just two minutes and said, I, I don't like that person. But everybody else will say, what do you mean? They were absolutely lovely. And I'll say, I, I just don't get a good Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely lovely. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. But anyway, Bloody they amazing. all said that they just really had a bad feeling from him. And it didn't surprise yeah. me very much when this happened. So, um, so anyway, um, they are in San Diego about two days before she's found. She's with Ryan Jenkins. They were supposed to attend a poker tournament. Nice. Um, this is where so, they're staying. Yeah, so they're in San Diego. Then they go to a charity fundraiser. Um, and then so the last video that they get is it says surveillance video. It captured the both of them leaving a Hilton about 2.30 a.m. on August 14th, the day before she was found. Um, later, they were seen at the Ivy Hotel, a nightclub in downtown San Diego. So, okay, so still in San Diego. And then around 4.30 a.m., Ryan Jenkins returns to the hotel in Del Mar, San Diego alone without her. So she was never seen alive again after that. Um, and... Her body's discovered the next day on August 15th, about 7 a.m. in a alleyway in California. Um, so they had a very, I don't, I don't know, rough relationship. I guess I'll just say rough. The jealousy came out. They literally married after knowing each other for about two days. It was very quick. Um, but anytime, you know, she had contact with an ex or was talking to a guy or her schedule would go a little bit beyond when he was filming and she was, you know, entertaining. He was ex known as being extremely violent. Um, I, she was fearful of him at times. And again, I mean, you don't know that something like this is going to happen, but you do wonder because that's a pretty brutal, like we all know that we ask ourselves on this show, would I be capable of killing someone? And we all ask ourselves that through situations in life. At least I think we do. Maybe I'm just off my rocker, but you know, Kirsten does every day. Is every capable? Right now is like no, no. We don't. We don't actually think that. No, but we, we were like think that. Like exactly. We have a little so, book. Can um, I do it. <laughs> but even in my scenarios where I'm like, I absolutely would be able to take someone out. I would never be able to just pull teeth chop fingers you know rip off toes like i don't think gruesome part of it yes. i mean i can't say much because i'm almost out of facebook jail so i'm gonna try to be quiet yeah you just stop be good like <laughs> almost out of jail <laughs> for the love of god just stop. Don't drink my wine and not say what my little book says <laughs> yeah. but some days i'm a lot more capable than others i'll say that 
I think mm-hmm. it depends. On, it would never be a relationship situation. Like there's no. nothing that can make me that mad. In a, in a, like I, I've been through, I mean, we've all kind of been through our, our ringers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it isn't, it, unless somebody like hurt my, my cubs or something like my children, you know what I mean? That I could be capable in my mind of something <laughs> of that extreme. You know what I mean? Like then you mess with my children. I have to watch what I say. I'm going to end up in jail. You guys are going to have to turn my into alibi. Like an, an and... X. This turns into an X instead of bunny ears. <laughs> Don't mess with my guys. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but... I mean, as for a relationship, I mean, move on. Like, you know what I mean? That, yeah, you're sad or whatever. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but I mean, come on, you're going to find somebody else. It, it just isn't worth it at the end of the day. But, you it's know, really you, you see a lot of these crimes are relationship based and it's like, why? Well, you know was I mean? probably like, if I can't have her, then no one can. Like, 100%. 100%. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, so it's hard in these situations because. It's an ego thing, too. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do this to me. Well, and the good thing, though, about what we're talking about on this show, we're not only really talking about Playboy bunnies that become victims or become murdered. There is a lot of tragedy involving Playboy bunnies where they go off the deep end and actually commit a crime or you know, do something. Exactly. And <laughs> we got a case. Don't worry. I'm not telling your story. We're good. No, um, it's not but, much to it. But. That one's but, next. But that makes <laughs> wonder, like, because people have said, like, you know, um, this is not necessarily my opinion, queen of controversy, but uh, being in that position for months, years, long periods of time where you are this object of constant attention, you're held to these standards. You are, as some people say, used to a certain extent or you know you have these does it lower your self-esteem or does it make your mental status you know i mean what I does think it, it do depends. your mental health basically you know i think you- it kind of stems on like you see that with like the child stars there's they're put up on this pedestal and then they're dropped and mm-hmm. then you see a lot of suicides drug abuse when it comes to those child stars and i think it could run in that same aspect as what you're trying you know what you're saying yeah is there put up yeah. you know does it you know what I mean? The outcome of that. I mean, it makes you wonder. Because it's, it's not really a testament to people's strength because I would never, you know, insult all these ladies by saying that they're, you know, weak or well, not. No. So, okay. Them. Let's all go back into our early 20s. Yeah. How impressionable were we in our early 20s? And we wanted to impress our friends and go out and, you know, party hardy more than we should have, you know. Well, no, but what I, what I was I really say that to like my 30s. But well, well, so they're not no, 25. Like You're right. Being able to say, okay, I'm in a bad situation here. I need to get out. Like we were talking about earlier, they were promised all these things. Yeah. Idolized. And then it was, but you have to do this, you know? So they just kind of follow suit. But I could imagine that just like taking parts of you year after year, time after time. Like, well, and, and here's where I have to play devil's advocate. They were promised all these things. Were they not given these things? I think so. I think they were given a lot of these things and basically proposed in return. Here's what I expect of you. And yes. they agreed fully knowing the terms and saying, that, I'm with you on that. I you know. know I, I, I get there with you with that because it's like, and I, I I'm going on the controversy side and, and we're, we're, you know, on the show, we go left, right. Me and Kirsten agree on a lot of stuff <laughs> with this guy's stuff. And you know, Sarah's with us with it on a lot of stuff too, but when it comes to, and 
I'm sorry, but like you get these suits of these women that, you know, come forward and say, you know, I, I he, you know, told me I had to do this in order to get the job. Well, I worked six months and it's, it's like, okay, but you, you accepted the job. You did exactly. it. Like, I feel bad right, for the women that want to do, right. If they like, I want this job and they say, well, you have to do this. And she's like, to hell with you. That's who I feel bad for. Not the people's like, and then I did it. <laughs> it's like, you had to start six a, months later. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything to anybody out there. Like I said, it, it's just no, my no, opinion. No, no. I don't know people's situations. I don't know. We've all been there where, I mean, I, I'm of the ripe age of 45. Trust me when I tell you I've been through my own sexual harassment shit. You know what I mean? Like there, it was a different day back in the day when we used to work. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. we've all, you know, in any kind of job, sometimes have been subject to that. And it's where you stand your ground. And, and like you said, what you know, like I know if I keep going forward to this, what is going to happen to me? I need to back away. You know what I mean? But when you're living the lifestyle and you have all this money and you have unlimited credit cards and all this other stuff, where do you, where do they, where does anybody draw the line? I don't know. I've never been right. But what that. happens like if they were like, I want it out and they're like, you are cut off, like you're blacklisted right. in Hollywood. Like you ain't, you don't have. A and back then, what would you do? Well, I've never been in that situation to know what, what somebody would do. So, but at, at the time when they're all coming out now, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm I very know. I don't really think that that's any different than us always having to have a backup plan for ourselves as adults and responsible people. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? They kind of went somewhere and I, I'm not saying again, when I speak, I don't say a hundred percent time. I'm sure there was exceptions, but basically right. these women know what this mansion is about. They know the stuff that they're going to need to do. They know what it is. And I want to be clear that the people that worked for Playboy and kind of just did events and entertainment and stuff like that, were not his girlfriends and we're not expected to do this stuff. But when you go in as one of these people that you're going to become, you know, close to him or one of his girlfriends, or whatever, he basically says to you, okay, you're going to move in my house. You're going to pay nothing. I'm going to let you have all the pets you want. I'm going to buy you five cars a month. You're going to be able to drink all you want model, plastic surgery, parties, celebrities. Um, yes, there was a curfew. There was a curfew. I would love it if someone gave me a curfew right now and said, <laughs> your ass has to be in bed by nine o'clock. I'd be like, yeah. But anyway, and then he says, guess what? By the way, guys, I'm 80 something. You're going to be intimate with me because if you're living in my home and we're sharing a relationship, I'm going to expect some. So do you agree to this? And they go, yes. I agree to this. Then they move in and the shit gets I, a little weird. <laughs> I, then they move in. And then years later they go, I was a victim. Well, I'm not woman hating. I'm just saying, were you no, really a victim? like, you know, it, it's called we're being devil's advocates here. You know, I yeah. have sons, so I have to look at it from, you know, I've always as a mother, like I, I teach my sons. Right. But I also say like, you have to be very careful yeah. when it comes to certain things because men, but, you know, I'm not saying what they did was right. You know what I mean? No. I, I'm not. It, it's it's awful. But like you said, you're coming on there. You're kind of understanding the terms, especially wow. like when you have like these, like if you watch this documentary, like horrible things happen there. And I feel bad for a lot of these oh, people yeah. that did run from yes. it. But like the, like the Din mother and they turn their heads and they're like, yeah, I can't believe. And then this happened, this happened. But you stayed 12 years at this job watching this happen to these girls. And you want me to feel bad for you? You know, what I mean, you didn't yeah. say anything. You didn't speak up. You didn't do anything of the right. sort. Me and wrong. my moral compass, I couldn't sit there and watch women be abused and all right. this stuff happen. Right. And me be like, just sitting there like, 
can I get you a biscuit? Like, no, yeah. I have to, I, I have to I, I couldn't live with myself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I believe in when I think women sh should feel sexual if they want to feel sexual. I'm all about that. I can wear what I want. I right. can do what I want. I, I, I feel that in my soul, you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, you know, when they say, well, if you're going to dress like that, be prepared to be grab, be prepared. And I'm big on like, no, I can walk down the street any way I want and you better not touch me. Exactly. But I also have the way right. of, I know to protect myself. And I know if I do walk down the street, I'm going to, if I'm wearing something, let's say I walk down the street like this right now, <laughs> I better be prepared to handle myself when somebody does, because the world looks differently at, at yes. that kind of stuff. Yeah. They don't see it that way. So yeah. it's, a, it's a big catch 22 with this whole situation. You know, it really is. Well, before I wrap up my story, I have two cool, I don't know, again, I did, oh my God, I did a Gigi. Not cool. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, I did a Gigi. I, we're going to call it that. I Gigi'd the situation. I have two statistics <laughs> that are horrible, ladies and gentlemen, but I would like to read them off anyway. So I, cause I found this interesting. So 47 to 50,000 women per year are killed by their intimate partners. And I, this next statistic, there was literally 19 pages to support this number, but I just took the final number for you. So the average American, so you as a person, you meet about 717,225 people in your lives, new people, you'll meet that many people, of which 10 to 11 of them are highly likely to be unapprehended murderers or serial killers. So we all meet 10 to 11 possible killers in our life. I'm probably met about four already. So, you know, and I work, I work remote remote. So <laughs> I don't go out often. <laughs> no, I, I believe that. I, and yeah. plus you think about how many people in their mind potentially could you know what I mean? But don't oh, like they say I, that I, like I, how many people could be, but they just suppress it in other ways. You know I, what I mean? I Never. Well, Wait, we what go. did you say? How oh, many people could be psychopaths? Like how many psychopaths are you actually meeting in a day? You know what I mean? Like oh, that wow. could actually do that, but they find other ways to tune that behavior out. <laughs> i'm a wino that's why <laughs> thank god for wine it's saving lives one drink at a time <laughs> like i create these weird little scenarios in my head like i'll reach for like a box of cheerios at a grocery store and then some guy will reach at the same time and we'll be like oh that's so funny but then i'll get like a weird look from him and i'll go he's probably buying those cheerios to bring home to his like victims in his basement, basement? like we all do like, I literally be like he's gonna go feed that to like someone in chains in his basement like i don't think people think like we do i mean no. i i i don't think they do like, no. driving out country roads and stuff like that i'm like oh is anybody i wonder if there's somebody out in that barn or i wonder if they have anybody in their basement because there's not a neighbor for 28 yep. miles that's yeah. why we have this show because there's other people like us i feel out there that also feel the way we do and a little bug around. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> People feel like we do. Yeah, a little bug. Sorry. Um, sorry. Anyways, you see that flying by? Like, sorry. Anyway, I think I just um created. Did I just lead you into your next story there? Yes, uh, I'm going to bring oh, up. Let, so I'm going to switch gears. 
Okay, yeah, everybody, this is this is where we just have fun. We do the best we can. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go over and head this back to Gigi, and she is going to talk about Kelsey oh. Turner. Oh shoot! Are we oh. not ready? We not ready for that one? Oh shoot! I was. I, I thought we lined you up. <laughs> we can Kelsey go back. was the murderer. I thought we were going to hit her last. I was going to Stephanie Adams. Kelsey can- was the murderer. <laughs> We can go to Stephanie. We'll we'll come back I mean, to that one. Who's in, cool. in who's in the wire in the like my little jail cell? The Playboy bunny that made the jail cell. Yeah. But we can go back. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we can. <laughs> I mean No, let's go to Stephanie. I'm ready. Yes, ma'am. So we have <laughs> I, I gotta keep this show on the look at me. I'm like a yeah, yeah. Come on, do, 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 do. here we do go. Here we go. God, she's so beautiful. She is. This is such no, a tragic story, story. Bothers me a lot. It is very bothersome. Anything to do with children is very, very bothersome. I I just this whole story. Go ahead, hit it. No, it, it it's fine. Well, she, <laughs> you know. It's just very sad. I just found out about this one just recently, and I was just like heartbroken about it. I know, and you're like, what? What? Yeah. What? And then when like... I see it, I'm like, I literally like went down this rabbit hole by myself and was like oh, so sad about it. So go ahead. So Stephanie gonna... Adams, uh, she was born July 24th, 1970. She had passed away May 18th, 2018, with her with her son. Excuse me, sorry. He was seven at the time. In here, my notes, but um, she well, besides being a model for Playboy, she was also an author, which was kind of a cool thing. Um, mm. she was Playmate of the Month, uh, November of 1992, so she was a Playmate, like a full on. So, May 18th, 2018, Adams killed herself and her seven year old son in a murder suicide, according to New York City Police Department. She pushed her son out of a 20 20- of a 25th story balcony before jumping herself. Now with that, digging in more, they said that the son actually died of uh, being bludgeoned, bludgeoned in the head. Well, he if was, you hit the ground, wouldn't it? Uh, no, but so like the, this was like pre-mortem. Oh, okay. So okay. he was already dead when oh, he was tossed. Okay. I didn't hear that. And so that was from the. Oh my god! See this this story sits wrong with me. You know no, what god. I mean? Yeah. Sorry, I mean to yell that. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, this was her last Instagram post. This is why this really kind of sits a little weird with me. So everybody, take a moment. Oh my god! Nope. So it makes me wonder, you know what I mean? Was she actually capable of doing that or was something else going on? I mean, obviously we're not going to know it's close case. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean to be like, but you know, they say a lot of times like suicides, you, you don't see them coming. You know, I've, I've had, you know, I have lost a lot of people to suicide. You know what I mean? And and a lot of times you don't. You know, they're, they're perfectly fine, and then something happens, but I don't know. I mean, this case, what do you feel, Kirsten? Are you saying maybe she was pushed? Is that what you're saying? That maybe... 
I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe it was either I'm going to push you or you can jump. I don't know, though. You know what I mean? I mean, they were in a nasty custody money suit battle. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff kind of raises these red flags if it's like, if it happens during all of that, you know what I mean? But people, people's mental state, you never, you never know. So we, I can't, I'm not going to pin nothing on nobody, but I just, it just sits weird with me. Maybe I don't want to ever think a mother or anybody could do that to their child, father, mother. I just, I don't know. It's really, this one's hurt. This one's hard. I, I have to, I have to question her mental state period. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because I think most people, again, not all, some people are not right, but most mothers, let's say you are a normal mother who loves their child. If you're on a roof holding your kid and someone says, well, you guys jump or I kill you or something to that effect. Most people I think are going to go, I'm not jumping. I'll fight you till my last moment. I will try to save my child's life. I will fight you. She would have had defensive wounds. Right. There would have been okay. something like I, I'm just saying like, if I think of the person that I love the most in the world, Oh. I don't care if I have to go down fighting where it's the worst death of my life. I am not going to just go, okay, and jump. Like, you know, that's never going to happen. So at, at some basis of this, I have to question her. No, I mean, I understand. Like, I don't know. You know, because I, mean, I remember one time I was in the car with my son and uh, he, my oldest son, and I was driving and somebody almost tried to like carjack us. You know what I mean? Like we were driving and they were grabbing at my, and I literally almost ran over a million people because all I kept thinking was I got to protect my son. If they yank me out of this car, I'm not going to get him out of the car seat. And I literally probably almost like everybody on, like, I didn't care. You know what I mean? At that moment, it was like, you go into like, I have to protect my child. No, I don't care what, what costs, who it costs, whatever. I have to save my child. You know what I mean? So let me throw this out here, possibly, because I I didn't really know about the bludgeoning, but let's say this, someone hurts her child, bludgeons him, kills him. He's never going to be the same. So she decides she doesn't want to live anymore because her child is dead in her arms. So she takes her son and jumps off the roof. There's so many Different. I know. I, I think I think a lot of us just don't want to think that someone would no. do something so horrible. Yeah. You know absolutely. what? What a horrible. I mean, look at this. I mean, it's like I know that is just tragic. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. I can't even look out of a window that high. Like no. that is like so freaking That's scary. Cool. And uh, you know, I never understand. Like we talked about, like children. Like you see a lot of these. Like, and then they killed all the kids, and then them. Like, if you want to kill yourself, I'm sorry. That's sad. But yes. leave the kids out. Let them have a chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you see so much of that, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just so sad. It's so sad, and it's sad for that little boy. And it's, it's sad so for the sad. whole. The whole story is super sad. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, I got this. It says on the evening of May seventeenth, two thousand eighteen, Adams checked into the twenty fifth floor penthouse in the Gotham Hotel on Forty Sixth Street in Manhattan with her seven year old son Vincent. The next morning, both were found dead on a second-floor balcony in the hotel's real, rear courtyard. According to law enforcement officials, Adams and her husband were involved in a custody battle, and hours before checking into the hotel, Adams told the New York Post that her husband and his lawyer were preventing mm-hmm. her from taking the son on vacation. 
Okay. I don't know. We'll There's never know. So open in there. And that and that's when you have a suicide situation, you'll never get closure. No, There's never closure. Not. You'll never absolutely. know. You'll speculate and everything like that, but you're never gonna have those clear cut answers. No, so right. So that's sad. You know, rest in peace to them. You know, very, 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 very tragic. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna switch gears. Okay, and... hold on. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Go okay. Ahead. One more paragraph. <laughs> Although Chief of Manhattan Detectives William Aubrey told reporters at a press conference on Friday that their deaths were being investigated, a medical examiner closed the investigation on Monday and ruled the boy's death a homicide due to multiple blood impact injuries to the head, neck, torso, and extremities. Hmm. I want to say Adam's death ruled a suicide. Adam's, that wasn't his name. Well, the, her, their last name was Adams. Oh, oh my God. So, so Adams' death ruled a suicide was also caused by multiple blood impact injuries. But clearly I did not get my source of where I got the, like he had, the medical examiner said that he was, I thought I had it in here. That's why I got all excited about that one. <laughs> You're okay. okay. But, okay, yeah. So go ahead. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about Kelsey Turner next. So Kelsey That's Turner done. is the playmate who turned murder. So we're going to talk about her. And this is the one we have. We only have her that so far that we were able to find that actually became a murderer. Not Look at those eyes. Yeah. Murder See it eyes. all day. Look at those eyes. So we have Kelsey and let me go ahead and. So she and her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. So we'll say these two, these two fun times. They went like, ahead. Really? Look at him. But they also had this other person was involved too. So they had this oh. whole little murder investment, you know, whole thing going on with this this trio yeah. who okay. went ahead and okay. killed yes. the psychiatrist. Oh. Sweet little guy. Psychi what was he like his her psychiatrist or something? Yes, Thomas. Uh, butchered. Oh, he's so cute. She was said to have a relationship with him. Really? Yeah, he was actually a child psychologist. His name's mm. Butchered? Ugh. Yeah. How did he die? Don't say he was butchered. <laughs> you knew I was going to say it. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Dark humor. <laughs> oh, wow. Listen, that's not how I we was, do things here. Let's get the 80s letters that says Butchered. <laughs> it just sucks to have that kind of name. I knew a dentist named Doctor Stabham. I swear. <laughs> I swear. That's great. <laughs> yeah. She um, was. He was her sugar daddy. So what happened? He ran out of sugar. Like she needed what? a sugar daddy, even though she was a playboy. But what? Well, obviously she got off the rails. I mean, I mean, yeah, you always need more sugar. Uh, let's say yes. He paid. He paid her bills. Uh, and he probably got sick of it and was like, "I'm done." Mm -hmm. Like you're watching. The relationship up. took a turn when police say traveled here to Las Vegas in March of 2019 to tell the former playmate that he would no longer pay for her lifestyle. Whoa! There it is. That's it. Boom, boom, boom. And <laughs> investigators alleged 
Uh, Butcher and Turner got into an argument that escalated into murder. Uh, Turner and her boyfriend are accused of beating the psychiatrist to death with a baseball mm. bat and stuffing his body into the trunk of Turner's Mercedes. Her car was found a few days later on a desert road outside of Las Vegas. Registered to her. Okay, let, let's, look at that. let's look at that for a minute. Like, this you is know, what I'm talking about. We will make fun of criminals. Like, I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> you could do better. <laughs> you let me, let me better. stuff you in a car register myself and be like, I don't know what happened. At least rent the car under somebody's name. And and then the, the paperwork just leads. It's her psychiatrist. I mean, come on. You're going to get caught. Just do it and turn call and say, you know what? I did some shit. You know what I mean? Like, let me just. My bad. <laughs> turn myself in. <laughs> uh, the devil made me do it. You know what I mean? Like, roll your dice with your defense and see what it comes up with. You know what I mean? But like. Don't get me started on the devil made me do it. That's a whole nother show. Oh, girl. <laughs> I love that. So is she sentenced to life? What was the sentencing? I know. I'm I'm a tough cookie over here. She goes, I knew it. I knew it. Damn it, Heather. I knew you were going to come with that. Mm. So the boyfriend, he changed his plea to guilty because he did plead not guilty. So they were all like, the two of them were in it together. Sorry. I. No, you're fine. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go squirrel for a minute. So I was watching me. <laughs> I've been watching this show called like um, crimes caught on camera or camera or something. I, I survived a crime. OK. And there's these horrible crimes that people are committing. And at the end, they give the sentences. And I swear to God, it's like this person armed robbery. Uh, time served 12 days. I'm like, <laughs> like the sentences it? are great. Yes. It's like so crazy. And I'm so like, where was this? Everywhere. It's, it's, it's just, Everywhere. The show is on Netflix, I think, but it's called I Survived a Crime. And, like, I got more jail time from Facebook than people get <laughs> doing, doing crimes, like, serious crimes. And I'm like, dude, I literally I just posted a meme. And, like, uh, yeah, I get more time than they do. Like, what's up with that? So check that show out. I just sidebarred for a second. They actually show I the crime. That's crazy. Like, you're you're on people's radar now like you say something that rhymes with Dahmer or anything like you like you literally say like Bundy but not Ted Bundy you say Bundy from like married with children or whatever like you're just like Bundy and they're like you're locked up you're dying. I I I I, I I really want to talk about this new Dahmer show but I'm like I'm gonna get locked up if I say so I try to say Falmer Mommer Palmer, you know, and what you I mean? star it like with the asterisks or whatever. I'm just gonna say armor honored Arnold Palmer. There we go, Arnold Palmer. Oh, that's and you guys, yeah, you okay. guys know that I'm talking about Jeffrey Dahmer because if we I say you. Dahmer, you guys, I'm right back in Facebook jail. She done. And I have literally, I think, four more hours until I can be out again on live. So I'm excited about that. But like, but like yeah, like once they get you and they're like, got you. It's like you're just constantly locked up for stuff. So I'm trying to be good. And it's this crime cast. I haven't gotten in trouble until I'm like, oh, this is a cool Jeffrey Dahmer meme. And they're like locked up. And I'm like, I found it on Facebook. <laughs> I found it here. I know. Yeah. I said to Heather the other day, I was like, I've had in my phone storage anywhere from like 10 to 20 amazing 
Jeffrey Dahmer memes in relation to Thanksgiving. I won't go into it, but I can't post any of them because she's like, Kirsten, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm like, all right, fine. (laughs) No! Oh, my God. Right? So, yeah, so so they're doing some time, these two. Yeah, see, I deleted the wrong things off my notes, obviously. You're fine. We're we're almost wrapping the show up soon. We got about a few minutes left. So I wanted to touch base on uh, this. We're gonna, you know, everybody does Dorothy Stratton, and we were gonna do Dorothy Stratton, but you know, we're gonna run out of time, and everybody kind of knows the Dorothy Stratton story. But I wanted to share with you guys, like, I watched that play, The Secrets of the Play Playmates or whatever, or Playboy Mansion, and they gave the. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So they told, they tell this story about the soul train guy. You know, this is the yeah. documentary thing you guys that they have going on. So secrets of playboy. It's actually very interesting. So Don Cornelius, he was a frequent flyer, I would say over at the playboy mansion. So this woman who was a playmate, like she's like a mother there for so many years. So she comes forward on this documentary and she talks about how there was these two new young playmates that, you know, came to the mansion and, you know, she kind of knew he was sketchy, the mother, but this is where I say that then jump in and say something, don't let them go. So these are two very young girls that were very new. And he was like, you know what? I want you guys to come back to my mansion with me. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, they didn't think nothing of it. He's going to pay them, you know, I don't know, just to entertain or whatever. Well, they end up going back there and they're missing for like three days. Okay. And come to find out one of them ends up escaping a little bit and like makes a phone call. So I guess to this documentary, you were never allowed to call the police. It was like very sad there that you can't call the police. You call the playboy security. Mm -hmm. So she called the security and says, you know, we have been trapped over here for you know, three days and he was, you know, sodomizing them, torturing them with, with instruments. I mean, it it was very, very graphic. He kept them chained bound. So they ended up going the security to the playboy mansion. And this is, like I said, from this lady's testimony that she gave about all of this, that, that this took place. And they said that, okay, they went and got these bunnies and they were a mess. Like they were brutalized. It was awful. They took them back. They cleaned them up. And they pushed it all under the no cops were ever called, no charges were ever called. And that was that. And that's like the things that would happen here. Mm-hmm. And it was just horrifying stories. So if you guys check out this documentary, like I said, it's on, uh, you know, I think it's Peacock that this is on. It's very interesting on in what they say. And, and I know they waited to like half past away to kind of like, hey, we're going to kind of, you know, yeah. feel this out there. But it's like. There must have been reasons why no one was allowed to say anything, but the things that they covered up and just it's it's terrifying. And and them two girls, I mean, it was just like life changing for them to where they weren't even like, you know, not even able to have kids. You know, it was just really bad how bad they were brutalized over there at this this guy's and nothing happened to him. Of course, nothing happened to him. I'm going to take it. Let's say. Big picture of things that happens so much where it gets mm-hmm. swept under the rug. Yeah. I, I personally know people, people in my family, um, where, you know, back in the day, 70s, 80s, even. Right. Here's this rug, but we're going to quietly make sure you're okay. Like, 
I, I'm not saying that they're not important, but it happens. Like we live amongst these monsters that we will never know about. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just to be able to pinpoint them out. You can't. Well, and I think now, like, I mean, it doesn't get any better. I think it just gets more notarized now where you can blast people on social media. You can kind of put Mm -hmm. people's pictures out there. You know, they're still, I mean, I wanted to touch base on this because this has nothing to do with the Playboy Bunnies. But, like, I wanted to be, like, breaking news this week. And I'll kind of, like, end it, I guess, with this. And then you guys can your follows up. There was a, a, I think it was Georgia. There was a, a mother who received some call or something that, you know, someone was kid. I, there, there's this whole supposed scheme going on. I mean, there's a lot going on where this woman was killed and she was found with like just her debit card and like her ID. So it's like this whole weird thing happening. And she ended up transferring, like she Venmoed her daughter, like a big, large amount of money. And then sent her this crazy text message that said like, they're never going to let me go. I love you. And then they found her dead 24 hours later. Yeah. And then somebody came up. Yeah, this was just just like this week. So I want to be like breaking news, everybody, because then I seen someone share that people are calling people and saying, I have your loved one held captive. Come with your debit card and your ID and you can get your loved one back. And someone's actually like pretending to scream and cry and da, 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 da. And the woman was like, she didn't go. She didn't go. She was like, she ended up calling her sister and her sister's like, no, I'm fine. Like, I don't know what that's all about. That's exactly what you should do. And then the woman that was found in Georgia was found with just her debit card and ID. So that's why they're kind of thinking, hmm, is this something that's happening? So like as a warning, if you guys ever get some crazy call like that, just check with your loved ones because we don't want to see anybody come up missing or anything bad happen to you guys. But, you know, the world has a different way with technology to get to people. And I think we all have to be careful as we evolve that there's still going to be horrible crimes out there. It's just how they commit them. So yep. it's easier to call you. You come to me and now I kill you. You know what I mean? This is the era mm-hmm. that we're at now. So that's Or even just in. take your money at that point. Let's not even take it to the murder. Like I, I have your loved one and let's say they can get in there, hack in there, shut off their cell phone or whatever. And you're like, oh my God. You know, yeah. like it's just crazy all the things that they can do now. So be scary. very careful. And my end of this is this was I'm happy to be back talking true crime with everybody. And we will be back. And I think next month, I think we're going to touch back on another subject. But yeah, I appreciate everybody coming and be safe, everybody. And you guys say your goodbyes. <laughs> you okay, so can I can I can I tell what our next show is going to be about? I was going to I was not going to touch it. I was going to let you do it. Really, I was going to take it from you. I wasn't gonna take I'm so me. excited about this. Okay. So, um I don't know if it's actually going to be 2 weeks from now, 3 weeks from now. We'll we'll post it within the next day or two. Um we, we are doing a lot of research for the show everybody. So it takes us a minute. <laughs> I yeah, that's true. Uh and we plan to do this next show the topic like two weeks ago and I already have written like four pages on it. So actually guys, I don't need you next time. I'm just going to just say something on this topic. Um, I got to come in. So super controversial topic, Dr. Kevorkian. So we're going to cover the very infamous doctor who ended so many lives for people who wanted it that way. Um, But we're going to talk about the, positives and negatives and ins and outs of Dr. Kevorkian on our next show. 
Um, I already found out a lot of interesting facts that I did not know. So, um, but I'm not changing my opinion. So we're all going to come and how do we theme that one? Let me send you my file, Kristen. Yeah. How do we theme it? How do we theme a Dr. Kevorkian show? Uh, I mean, 70s I don't glasses. Know what costume we would do for that. Glasses. Okay. What? Dress 70s. in the 70s. Glasses. In the glasses. It just, the, the glasses is what sticks out to me. Like the big plastic or metal frames. I'm going to come as Jeffrey Figer. <laughs> I'll just get a white lab coat, doctor. Oh my I'm God. Gonna... Someone should do a lab. I mean, I can just come with like a doctor. fake needle in my arm, but would that be too like insulting to come with like, you know, a, just a needle in my arm? At random times during the show, I'll just fall asleep. Insulting? No, you know, no, it's no. Fine. Um, it's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's insulting. We're, we're not canceled yet. So I think we're okay. Like... <laughs> we talk too dry. Right. And we laugh about it. But... But, yeah. um, but yeah. yeah, see, people are excited about this show. Yeah. And, and everybody that's coming through Facebook user, all you guys have to do is just accept StreamYard into your life when you come on and I will see yeah. your name. Otherwise, we will see it after the show and I will reply. We will say hi. But this is yes. how it comes up, unfortunately. But yeah, we'll, we'll see who you are in a minute. <laughs> but, but um, but yeah, so next show, Dr. Gavorkian, we're very, very excited. Um Coming up in October, we're going to do sort of an anniversary show. It's going to come up on the one year of Chillin' and Killin'. Killin'. We're going to have some fun stuff for you. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm just so excited. You know, we're getting into that. I love it. The gray, rainy, cold days, which puts us yes. all. I mean, I pretty much stared out the window my entire day at work today and said, I just want to go home oh. and watch true crime. So um Hi, Courtney. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So next show, Dr. Vorkian. Uh, maybe I'll get a t-shirt with a van on it. Who knows? But anyway, it'll be fun. So. Yeah, I'll get a Maybe she'll go buy a van and I'll come and pick up me and Heather. Yeah. And then we'll just all record Drive the around van. and yeah. Kevorkian <laughs> van. Assisted Sorry. suicide drinks. Like, I don't even know how we're gonna do this one and make it right. What about yes, we're what so about, appropriate like, everybody? out of the out of the oh the strangers. yeah, okay. Those are at the See, guys, we right can now. figure this out. We can figure it out. Yeah, they had I remember <laughs> it'll be inappropriate. We got you guys. Anybody that's watching us knows what to expect. Like, yeah. If, it's I'm true. just not saying anything about Arnold 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 Palmer. God, I can't even say that five times fast, can I? Like not even okay. once. But I'm going to watch the show. I'm excited to watch that show, and I know yes. Kirsten is excited to get over to it and watch it. So everybody, check out that new uh, Evan Peters, and you mm -hmm. guys say what the show's called because I'm not saying it. Dumber. Uh. <laughs> Don't be so dumb, er, Heather. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what? I know, uh, like, we're a minute over, but I have to say this, too. We're suddenly becoming, like, we're just going to give previews to things. So they're coming out with a show on Netflix yeah. about The Watcher House. Okay. Oh, I, this story creeped me out. Like, when I seen anybody who isn't familiar with this, it's, a house where people kept getting these creepy notes. Am I right? Is that it? Yes. So, oh, so creepy. We're going to do this like really quick. So yeah. families move into this house. It's in New Jersey. It's right by where my grandfather used to live. I move. You drive past all the time. Beautiful house. Literally everything right about this house. That's gorgeous. Not cheap, like over a million dollars. 
a family moves in and starts getting letters saying, I'm the watcher of this home. We've watched this home for generations. My grandfather, my father, myself, everything. Um, the people get freaked out and find out that the previous owners and the owners before that and everything get letters from these people who call themselves the watcher. And it's so tough because no crime actually has taken place. They keep going to the police and they send letters that say like, you know, I love that you replaced the carpet in the back bedroom with green. See, no, no. Or, you know, or you're, I'm so sorry that your daughter skinned her knee last night in her bedroom. So you know, stalkerish like letters. very, but they can't figure out how this is like, you know, they search the walls. Like is someone getting into our home? What's right. going on? And it's called the watcher house. And they continuously get these letters saying we are watching still this going home. on. And it's like not direct threats, but like completely. Oh, it's, it's passive threats. aggressive as hell. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> so, um, they I would move. Show. I'd move. If someone sent me a letter, like really like the way you wash your hair today. I'd be like, nope. <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't. I'm going <laughs> to feel like you wouldn't. I feel like you wouldn't. I feel like, I feel like you would jump on the, our chat and be like, guys, all right, I need you here. Something's going on. I need some cameras. I need some duct tape. I need some vodka. Like you'd be like, we gotta figure out what's going on. We're like, doing this show outside, and I'm just gonna talk about it. So, anyways, I got this weird mama. <laughs> Why didn't I mean letters? Like, no. You know what? Heather be putting a, Heather would be putting a return letter in the mailbox. Like, I like new friends. What's going on? I'm like, Heather, <laughs> you sound like a creep like me. Like I love yeah, I like to watch things. What do we want to do today? I like to watch things. Like, <laughs> did you see what Beth down the street was doing? <laughs> okay, okay, true. But anyway, so I don't. They didn't give an exact date of when it was coming out, but definitely looks awesome. And the woman in it is um, Stifler's mom. I don't know. Oh, I love, I love her. Love her. And I think so, yeah, so now the show, we're always going to give you guys things to watch and homework. So yes. we're going to give you homework to do always. and we'll talk about it. Because even though we theme this. a show, we're going to have a sidebar of like, did you watch what we told you guys to watch? <laughs> and then we're going to talk about it. Have a drink of the night, a movie review. There we go. No suggestion and something else. I don't know. So then, so we'll next next time we're going to talk about Kevorkian, but we're yeah. also going to review the the uh, movie <laughs> and, and we'll talk about that the tv fresh show well movie. the tv show yeah fresh yes. meat okay so we'll good. talk about sounds good i gotta yeah, get i'm gonna watch it this saturday so i'm gonna i'm gonna get it. down on it okay all right everybody thank you for tuning in we love everybody that watches us and we'll be we're gonna try to be more frequent you guys i know we've been you know it, it was summer so it's much life. stuff goes on you know things it's happen life. we we we're here though. There's been changes. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna try to change. You have oh, changed and yes, everything is moving and we got a lot of stuff going on. So we will we're gonna try to do every two weeks eventually. Like net we got a couple things going. I don't know if we could do every two weeks in uh October. We may start to get on it. I know the first of the year will definitely everybody will start to do every two weeks. Well, yeah, and it's winter and like no conventions going on, things are calm. Like you're at home, you need something to do. And we yeah. love true crime, and you guys well, love yeah. true crime with us. Yeah, I'm so. obsessed with this book. Well, I have to do book reviews because I apparently oh. I like to read at the age of forty now. All of a sudden, but yeah, we can also get like a recipe going, like a re you know, like oh, a. Oh my! <laughs> oh my. 
meat? Why wouldn't we do recipes on fresh meat? Oh my God, we should. Um, Somebody take notes. We need an assistant. Okay, so so next time we're gonna talk Kevorkian, the uh uh-uh movie, and we're gonna have a we're gonna have a recipe along with a drink special. You guys, you do not want to miss out on next show. Okay, okay so can I just say that our next show actually will be our one year anniversary on October thirteenth. Let me so, let, let me confirm. Make yeah. sure we're, we're good. so. So Thursday, October thirteenth, it'll probably be longer. It. It'll be longer than an hour. We're gonna do yep. Kevorkian, a recipe, a drink, a dance, uh, everything. We're gonna like, talk we're, about uh-uh. we, Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna talk about. Uh-uh. We don't know how we're gonna theme it. We're just gonna go wild. We're gonna do yes. whatever we want. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna finally maybe get Kirsten her package, and then she could she could do that. And we could all do that. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> See, look at her. You guys, you guys will know when I finally send it to her. Okay. I'm just awful with the mail. <laughs> it's like somebody buying you like all the most awesome stuff in the world and they're just not sending it to you forever. It's probably just and I send her pictures of it. I'm like, look what I got you that I'll never mail. <laughs> I do that to Courtney all the time. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'll just save it. Every six months, she gets like this big box of just funness. Oh, like, Kirsten wishes. I've held, I've held this shit for over a year. <laughs> or you just fly out there. That's what I had to do to her one I time. Know. I flew out there and was like, here's all your stuff. I want to go out there because I want to. It was almost cheaper. Sail. I'm not going to lie. It was almost cheaper to fly myself out there round trip ticket than it was to ship. I have an idea. Can we start a GoFundMe page for you two to fly to Massachusetts to me? Yes. And- I'm just saying it's like $113 round trip. Oh, then let's do it. What? If you go Thursday, right, Thursday, or Sunday, we're, Sunday, we're gonna, or Thursday to Sunday, because I can't miss work that much work. Yeah, it's it's. That's like okay, when I so flew out. It was party Sunday. out in Salem, everybody. Meet us out there. We're gonna get it situated. A chilling and killing. We'll <laughs> do a whole crime thing where just everybody talks about. Crime. I just love it. I love yep. it. Uh, all right, guys. October thirteenth, we will be back with our super year special with everything i'm ending this broadcast so good night everybody i I want to get out of this outfit good night everybody have a good night thank you for watching bye bye